welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now to today's message.
Adola Bakasatakayas Ikabala Namahasatabas Impala Gazenda Balako Sataba Eyantalamaya Kapalima Sopayas Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you for what we are about to hear. Let the teaching of your word bring illumination and understanding to us. I take authority over the atmosphere. And I declare a free flow of your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. This morning, um, but for Jesus, he will be with them for the rest of their life. May we raise our children like Abraham in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's appreciate all men again. May you not be doing a wash here and connive with your son that he shouldn't lock the gate and the door because you'll be coming at 12.45 a.m. May you not raise your son like that. Amen. So I'm teaching on, last week I began to whet your appetite concerning the conversation with the soul. So this morning I'm dealing with the conversation with the lost soul. The conversation with the lost soul. It's, it's not a preaching, it's a teaching. So write what you can write. Take note. After the service, if you want the message to soak, I mean, yes, last, last week's message, I was at work and a pastor snapshot the stream. He was at work and he was listening to the sermon. And I pray that you will be blessed. You will not only win the soul today, but you will be turned into a soul winner. So in the next 35 minutes, 40 minutes, I should be able to do justice to this. The conversation with the lost. When you study the interactions of Christ with the people he met that he wanted to minister to, you realize that he had a way of getting through to the people with ease. Because he came down, he always comes down to their level. He always comes to where they are in order to take them where he is. So he identifies with the state of the sinner. He identifies with the ideology of the sinner. He identifies with the feelings and the, and the experiences of the sinner in order to bring them to where he is. So the Bible said that though God, Jesus was God, he made himself of no reputation and he became a man. So he moved from immortality to mortality where you and I are so that he can make us immortal also. So when Jesus met souls he, he wanted to bless, he will identify with them where they are. Don't approach a sinner from where you are you will miss that sinner. You will go as a judge and not a savior. But remember, you are a savior of men. Are you here? He will come 
to understand, he will try to understand their frame. Because before you met the sinner, he has been through many experiences. Some of the people you'll be talking to have murdered before. Some of them have killed before. Some of them have raped before. Some of them, that is what they do. Some of them dupe people. They have duped and duped churches and duped pastors. And that is what they used to survive. Some don't even think about whatever you are worried about for them. So as you are approaching them, they have not been, they are are not Christians. So if you are intruding into their privacy, you must go in in a wise way. And the only wise way we can emulate is the way Jesus went through to them. So let's look at a story in the book of Mark chapter 10 verse 15 to verse 17 to 22. What I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to do in June is that not only that we are going out to win souls but I am attempting to at least recruit for the kingdom of God some new soul winners. Some people who will be the reason why certain new souls will be added to the kingdom as the days goes on. So the Bible says in Mark chapter 10 verse 17, give me the um, GNT version. Let me go through. It said, as Jesus was starting on his, his way again, a man ran up, knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what must I do to receive eternal life? Then Jesus began to speak. He said, why do you call me good? Jesus asked him, no one is good except God alone. You know the commandment. So Jesus now begins to identify with the man who had come to him. He knew where the man was coming from. And he knew what to say to the man. To get the man interested in what he will say after. Are you here? So this man comes to, when you meet a Rasta man coming to you, you know what they do. Are you here? When you meet a prostitute, if you are approaching a prostitute, you know what they do. You need to identify with them. No girl with a good home. Father paying fees. In a church. A good marriage. The parents are still married. Reading his, her masters. Having a job at Tota as HR manager will be standing at Sakumono. Are you here? Something took them there. So when you are approaching them, you must be wise. Are you following? So this man comes to Jesus and Jesus has just diagnosed the guy. So he continues. You know the commandment. Do not commit murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not accuse anyone falsely. Do not cheat. Respect your father and your mother. See the guy. Teacher, the man said, ever since I was young, I have obeyed all these commandments. Jesus said, yeah, I know. So Jesus has gotten him at his level now. A platform has been created identity has been established. Now he said, Jesus looked straight at him 
with love. The old King James said, and Jesus loved him for doing all those good things. Okay? And said, you need only one thing. Go and sell all you have and give the money to the poor and you will have riches in heaven. Then come and do what? Follow me. In the old King James, he said that, and come back and take up your cross and follow me. Now look at the man. Jesus had brought the man into the reality of life. That is the point where you know that your evangelism has been successful. You have brought the person to the reality of the gospel. He has to decide. He cannot ignore. He has to decide. So he said, when the man heard this, gloom spread upon his face. Nenim Jimmy. Like, he The matter chop hot. This, I thought I've done this, I've done this. No, Jesus said, go and sell. Give it to the poor. If you're a poor man and you go to Jesus, he'll tell you to go and sell anything. Because you don't have anything. If you tell to sell something, say go and sell yourself. Because you don't have. But this one, the man was rich. And Jesus knew that his identity was in his riches. And the Bible said the man saw that he was very rich. So he's giving out my wealth in order to come and follow the man. The thing is not a serious, it is not a, a joke at all. So Jesus will always get to the identity of the people. That is the secret of a great soul winner. That is one of the basic secrets of a great soul winner. When the Christian allows himself for the Holy Spirit to guide him in evangelism, you see that as you go through these simple steps, the Holy Spirit himself takes over because it is he that is going to win the soul, not you. He's working through you to reach out to the person. Start the conversation on a mild, casual, and simple way. Don't be complex. Don't start it very complex. Don't start it quoting scriptures. Don't start it in a way that will shut the conversation. Start the conversation very mild, very unseeming. Just casual. It's not so I'm not saying, when they say go and win the soul, it's not that they say go and chew the Bible and come. So what can you read? First, uh, Matthew chapter 1 to chapter 28. So pastor, we have come for evangelism. So you are just waiting for a puppet. So when you met the soul, you've seen a puppet. Say, good morning, sir. Today my sermon I have a message from the Lord for you. Can you lift up your right hand and begin to speak in tongues? <laughs> Start the conversation in a very mild way in order to allow the Holy Spirit time to work on the heart of the soul. You see, you can't rush a soul to be saved. Because most of you are sitting here, I've been preaching that pay your tithe, you are not paying. Look at all these years 
and you are still Christians and God has not complained but you have heard the message over and over and over look at how long it is taking for you to be convinced so when you go out there to meet a soul don't think that you can just rush the person into no, no, no and most people in church who have become matured Christians even started church and they were still in church and they were not still stable but with time the person grows into the full stature of the Lord. So when you go out there, you are not there on a rash mission. You are there to, to minister the gospel. And some of us don't make any effort to reach out to anybody with the gospel. Not when church organizes. And not when you are alone. Nothing. So in heaven, when we open your record, there is nothing recorded about you concerning the salvation of a particular person. May it not be so till you die. Yeah. There must be somebody in the kingdom that can say, had it, had it not been this guy? I was listening to a, a, a very funny interview. It was funny, but uh, I think power is talking about the late prophet. I was just laughing there, but it spoke a lot to me how people could, could relate where they are today to somebody's effort. Somebody in the kingdom, in the church, must be able to say that had it not been you, he wouldn't have come to know the Lord. So this is how you should go about it. And it's not complex. If you know that it's the Holy Spirit that is working through you, it will not be complex. But sometimes we look at whether we are able. No. If it comes to spiritual things, nobody is able until the Holy Spirit enables you. So it's the Holy Spirit that enables you to reach out to a lost soul. But don't go ahead of the Holy Spirit. Start the conversation in a way that will allow time for God to work on the heart of the person. Give the Lord a clap offering if you are in the house. Now, when you are communicating with the person, you must pay attention to the person. You must pay attention to the person. How do you pay attention to the person? Look at the person eyeball to eyeball and communicate. If that is the only way you can get the attention of the person also. If you don't get the concentration of the person, your message will not penetrate. So during your wedding time, you say, oh, during the vow, they'll say, eyeball to eyeball. You can't look anywhere. You must look in the face of whoever you are married. Because communication without eye contact can be very deceptive. Please, are you here? Oh, the room is too chill. Which is which? It's too chill. Ah. <laughs> Mom, uh, why? You don't want to travel. This small one. Some people. We want to add like two more air conditions inside. So, tomorrow then your mom So you have to find a way to get the concentration of the how by communicating with 
eye contact. Concentrate on. Don't be eating yogurt and be evangelizing. Don't be, you are talking to the person, a call is coming and you pick it. Oh, okay, okay. You go, the third drawer, just pick it. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll be home soon, okay? Uh-huh. I was saying that you have to give your life. You have, you have disrespected the soul. Yeah. If somebody is talking to you and is not looking, paying attention to you, you feel disrespected. So don't take it on that soul because you are trying to beat his soul into the kingdom. Then when you are able to get his or his attention, it is, it is at that point where you are gradually drawing the person into the exact thing you came for. So let's look at the example between Jesus and still the woman at the well. John chapter 4 verse 10 to 12. I'd rather GNT till I switch you, okay? Jesus answered, If you only knew what God gives and who it is that is asking you for a drink, you would ask him and he would give you life. He would give you life-giving water. Now, the woman stopped addressing him as a Jewish person. She goes and says what? Sir. So, he moved from just being a Jewish man talking to her to a, a man that now she pays attention to him and realizes that this man is just not ordinary. So he changes the word. He says, sir, the woman said, you don't have a bucket. And the well is deep. Where would you get the life-giving water? So he has been able to get the curiosity of what? The soul. It was our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well. He and his children and his flocks all drank from it. You don't claim to be greater than Jacob, do you? So that is bringing them to a point where Jesus is going to hit hard on. Because immediately she is referring to an ancestor. That means he has, she has an interest in knowing who Jesus was. Are you here? So his, her, her, her attention has been drawn to a fact that the man wants to say something. He wants to find out, who are you that you are telling me that you can give me water that I will not test again? Who are you that you are telling me that you will give me water that is greater than what Jacob gave to us? The main point is that you have to win the attention of the soul. So an example I gave in the first service. Wow. So you meet, I used Mr. Sari as an example. So you are going for evangelism, walking in town, and you meet a man. You say, what is your name? Oh, hi, I'm this, I'm Pastor Prince. You are, oh, I'm Mr. Sari. Oh, okay. Please, how are you? Good morning, good up, blah, blah, blah. Have you been in this area? How long have you been in this area? Oh, I've been here for about five years. Oh, five years, that's wonderful. Okay, I, I, I also have, have been in this area for 15 years. Hey, watch our how. Oh, yeah, this community is a very fruit, fruitful community. It's a peaceful community. I church with ICGC Caris Temple. Maybe you don't even need to say it, okay? But sometimes you can just say it because of our other brothers. So, but just to take it very mildly, you can forget about where you church. Then you ask, oh, 
Okay, you've been here for five years. Okay, Mr. Sari, have you thought of how have you dealt with spiritual things together with your wife? Have you paid attention to spiritual things in the area? Oh, not really. We, we work. I work here. When weekend, we spend time at home. We don't actually do anything together. We are just home and we wash our things and we've taken it cool in the area. So, okay. That is a good answer that you can build your point upon. Hallelujah. Then you start asking the person that he has, he has different needs like the Maslow's law. Who, know, who are those who know the Maslow's law of needs? HR people. Physiological needs. Esteem needs. Self-actualization. And a sense of belongingness. All those things. So every human being has that. Basic need. And all that. Security. Food. Water. Now that is what your body needs. Okay. So now. Mr. Sarri, do you know we all have needs? You have need for water, you have need for food, you have need for job, you know, you have need for actual social need. The first one, you, you may say marriage. And then if you are married, you will say, oh, I want a child. But now, do you acknowledge, do you have spiritual needs? And if you have, what do you think the greatest spiritual needs of a man will be? Maybe you will say, oh, going to church and praying to God. That's what they normally say. Going to church and praying to God. Don't tell him that you are wrong. I came to tell you you are wrong. This is why people go to hell. No. <laughs> no, no. You are very wrong. This is why you go to hell. This is why many calamities is happening in the community. No. You say, oh, that's, 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 that's powerful. That's good. Okay. Mr. Sari, so um, do you believe in life after death? Do you think that there's a life? I didn't say go and say all these things. So, like, into, some of you are sitting down, Moody Baba. It's just an example, please. There's no formula to so winning. Say, oh, Pastor, so what should be there? No one be you so. In fact, So, so. Um, is there life after death? Oh, yes. I mean, even my grandfather, he, he still visits me in my dream. I said, Oh, that's nice. So, you believe in ancestors? Oh, yes, they are there. They are there. When we go home and they pour libation, sometimes I hear my late grandfather's voice. So, okay. So, you believe that there's life after death? Okay, Mr. Sai, so how will you, what should a man do to get eternal life? To live somewhere that is good. Oh, Papa, you just doing not Papa, yeah. Just doing good. I mean, the person must be a good person. The person must do good things. The person must help society. So, the world, when they hear about church, they think the church should be doing road, should be doing this to be doing that, then they know that God is in the church. It's a lie. Yes, the church has social responsibilities. But the core mandate of the church is to win souls to the kingdom, develop them and deploy them into the world. 
we are not to construct KVIP. When we do it, it is a responsibility to the community. There are people who take taxes who are responsible for it. Are you here? Why is the place quiet? I don't mean I'm MPP for another NDC for. Now this church has become dangerous. When you are teaching them, people can record you. Before you wake up, you're on air. Pastor Friend said the president should be building KVIPs. <laughs> Amen. The responsibility of the church is to win souls, deploy, develop them, and deploy them into the, kin- um, into the world to establish the kingdom of God in every area of the world. So you brought the guy, the guy says, you have to do good. And many people think that doing good will take you to heaven. You don't, do, you don't go to heaven by being a good man. Not every good man will go to heaven. Write it down. You get to heaven eh, and people you thought were bad. Look at Koshiyama. Oh, Charlie, you've come. I did go to my apartment. Oh. Where you did? You did Paul Lane or you did King Solomon's Lane. Oh, me, I did King David's cottage. Some place. Okay, we will meet. And whilst he's going, you'll be there. Hey, where's Waba? Eh, Waba. You it's not, you don't go to heaven, you have to be good, yes. But it is not your good deeds. You, actually, this guy, this man is a very good man. It's not that that will take you to heaven. No. Are you here? Yeah. There is something that takes people to heaven. And that is what you have to bring the man to. That is why you went out there, you didn't go there to talk about Chelsea. You can start with Chelsea, Manchester, Accra, Suffolk, and uh, Kotoko, and all that, but keep your eye on the main thing. So how do I know? Now you need to establish the fact that is the person a Christian or not? Ten minutes, I'm done. Because you, you have to know who you are talking to. And you must not ask the person, are you a Christian? If you ask the person, are you a Christian? The person will say yes. Do you go to church? The person will say yes. We are not, it's not necessarily church members we are looking for. Because most of the people you go and talk to in the community, they are not people who have never gone to church before. Most of them have gone to some church before. Their names, their names are in about five, ten churches. And they are inactive church members. They are lost. That's the meaning of loss. They were part, but they are lost. If you have 20,000 and 5,000 is out and you don't know what, where you put it, it is yours. That's why you say it is lost. What you don't have, if my money is lost, can you say your money is lost? Uh-huh. So when we use the word a lost soul, it belongs to the Lord. Bawayera. Go and bring them. So most of the people in the community, some of them, eh, they've gone to Tespo Market this morning. They've boiled cassava planting. They are pounding for food. They are being moody. By 12, they will be asleep and wake up and go and sit at the pub. That is how they are Sunday. But these were once people 
who knew the Lord. So when you meet them, don't ask which church do you go. The conversation will end. Because apostolic. Because Pentecost. Because ICGC. Then you are lost. Are you a Christian? Yes. 99.5% will say they are Christians. So don't ask. But you need to find out. And that is why today I'm teaching you this morning. Give the Lord a mighty clap. Yeah. You need to find out. Because that is why people say God has not called us to be Christians. When you read the quotes, eh, it's like, and it's just God has not called us to be Christians. It's called us to be what? Hello? God has not called us to be Christians. He's, he's called us to be what? Yes, the word Christian is not in the Bible. It's just an adjective word to describe who somebody is. It's a follower and a believer in Christ. That is a Christian. Let's stop these uh, kingdom slogans. And it's not important. Let's concentrate on the work of bringing people into church and let them experience the power of God. Some of us like those uh, those things. You are not called into the church. You are called into kingdom. Where is the church? The church is a subset of the kingdom. So if you are not, when you enter the kingdom, you assemble in the church. Are you here? There is no kingdom man who is not a church man. That man is dangerous. So all this, God, God has not called us to build the church. He has called us to build the kingdom. How do you go to class 5 when you don't enter the school? And when you enter the school, you must be in a class, else you are not in the school. The class is the local church. Don't you are clapping. So let's, let's stop all this. God has no God. No, you must be a Christian. And you see, I was telling them that, you see, when you come to Africa and somebody tells you he's a Christian, it's different from when you go to Europe and somebody tells you he's a Christian. <laughs> if somebody tells you in UK that a family, you visit a family and the family says, we are Christian, you will see it. If you go to Germany and the family, there are not many there. Now there are not many. But there's an underground revival coming up there. There are not many. But when you enter into a family that says we are Christian, you will see it in the fridge. You will see it everywhere. You will see it in their work schedule. You will see it in their routine activity. But now, if you come to the black Ghana, Go to the house, you wonder. Uh, 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 uh. They said they are Christians. <laughs> You'll be confused. So you have to find out whether the person is a Christian. And that is what salvation came to make us to make us followers. Jesus told him, Go and sell your pro- and come and pick up your cross and follow me. So that was. How that word, that the, the, the Antioch believers, 
they were living like Christ. So the people said, ah, these people, they are living like Christ. That's where the word Christian came up. So a Christian is somebody who is living like Christ, who is following Christ, who believes in Christ. So how do I find out whether somebody is a Christian or not? You need to spare me about 10 minutes. I did a naming ceremony. Amen. 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 So how do you find out without asking directly? And you see, this message will help some of us who are struggling to know whether is he Christian? Am I a Christian? I'm not a Christian. You must be a Christian. So instead of asking the person, are you a Christian? You can ask the person, Mr. Sari, who do you think a Christian is? Are you here? By his answer, you will know whether he himself is a Christian. Are you here? So you ask him, who do you think is a Christian? So somebody who goes to church. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Somebody who is neat. Somebody who is a nice person. Somebody who is not rude. Somebody who is not rude. Poor. Paul met, Paul saw Peter eating with some people and when Peter saw Paul, he took his hand and Paul blasted him in the public. Paul, the one who wrote for about, about 14 books in the public. Koshini insulted Paul, he, Peter, he fired him. Oh. Paul holds the mic, invited guests. All churches in Galatia have met, have met for convention. Galatians. Hey, guest pastor. You, by <laughs> oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? These are churches in Galatia with their pastors, Amoberes, intercessors sitting down. Convention, convention, convention. Apostle Peter is in town. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Who has bewitched you? No, but he's an apostle. A man, he said, I know no man after the flesh. I pray in tongues than all of you. He taught us the gift of the Holy Spirit. He taught us the fruit of the Holy This is the man. So, you can't use a gentle Jesus make a man to determine who is a Christian. There are some very cool brothers. Eh? They are executioners. Hi. They can execute with skill without effort. <laughs> so if you ask the person who is a Christian, then he goes around. The person must be courteous. No, those are all good things which you must. You must. When you enter, you must. Okay, but you need the ticket to enter. You can't, no, you, you, you can't stay in your room and learn pharmacy. And call yourself what? A pharmacist. You are a criminal. You are illegal. No matter the drugs you know. You know, there are some people, eh, they are the doctors in their families. They don't know anything. They <laughs> just say one cancer. So go go to the world. You know, the left side at the corner, there's a med a bombellet. By tomorrow morning, it's gone. They don't know anything. 
and themselves doctors. <laughs> and they use the color for white and red. No. <laughs> Every saw, they will open a bombellet and put it. That doesn't make them doctors. So you ask the person. So if somebody says a doctor, say, oh, okay, how, I want to be a doctor. How did you become? Oh, I went to GIG, Ghana Institute of Journalism. Doctor, you are fake. So you know by what they say. Who do you think a Christian is, Mr. Mr. Sir? So when we say, then after he finished saying, if he's wrong, don't tell him he's wrong. Because you are building is a communication that is flowing. You are talking. You are not. You are not. No. You are not preaching. You are talking. You are conversing. I go. Oh, Mister Sari. Okay. Um, I think that you have. You have. You have. You have said something. You have said something. But I think the two of us know we can settle this when we go to the Bible. When we read the Bible, we will all know who a Christian is. Please, are you here? Because you see, a child of God is a child of grace. Every child of God knows that he is saved by grace. Finish. If you don't know it, that means you are not born again. Because there's nothing you could have done to save you. If even you offered yourself to die for yourself, it won't work because your blood is polluted, full of sin. Are you here? So every child of God is a child of grace. And you cannot use your works going to church when we're children, we're going to church so you're a Christian. No, your father can be a Christian. You are not. Ellie was a proper prophet. Hosni and Phinehas were all useless. They were chopping the women, chopping the money, chopping the meat, eating everything, making parties in the church. God just sacked them and switched to Samuel. And now Samuel's own children to Wahala. So your parents can be Christians, but you, you may not be Christian. So going to church doesn't make you a Christian. You come to church because you are a Christian. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. So you tell the man, Let's go into scriptures and then let's settle. What you are saying is right, Mr. Asari, is good. We have to do all this in good thing. We have to be good people, yes. You have to honor your parents. You have to do this. You, have, you must not kill. You must not commit murder. You must not be wicked. You must not, do, you must not go and consult with shrine. No, but you see, let's go to the Bible. Can we go to the Bible? It is said that out of thousand people, who have journeyed in this conversation to this point, only four people will say, no, we don't want to go to Bible. Because at this point, the Holy Spirit would have worked on the heart of the person. So you go to the scriptures. So I'm ending my sermon today with some scriptures that will help you. And those of us here who are not sure that you are Christian or finding out, I'll give you the opportunity to also give you, but let me read the scriptures. It will help you. I want you to give me all scriptures in NLT. So write the scriptures down. Write it down. You will need them. Write each of them down. If I was giving Lotto numbers, I'm sure about 20 people will write it down. Yeah. Nowadays, Christians, 
Umucha. When I registered my car, somebody told me that God told him to use my number to Charlotte. Ha! And he didn't do it. And I him. So I thought he was lying. Somewhere early this year, I went for a pastor's meeting. Then somebody was in the compound. No, church or pastors or my card numbers. Until one of the pastors went to ask, ah, Why are you writing? Say, Yeah. Way more on my numbers. On my card numbers. This was an usher. You are saying, Hey, you see, some of you can't laugh because you see that I'm talking about it, so they've steam. I won't laugh so that when Pastor catches me, no. Hardship, eh? Hardship led Israel into Egypt. Be very careful. In the midst of hardship, if you don't take care, you may not endure. You want to go and stake Lotto. Chacha. Betting. Manchester and Chelsea. We win now. Make you do thousand thousand. This one make we go call third person. The third person will say, "Okay, me too. My tithe is twenty percent." You call it a breakthrough. You don't have trust in God. Your trust in God is weak. Your trust in God is weak. That's why you go and stay Loto. You are a Christian, but you don't trust God. The next time you go to the Loto and you are going to do, remember. is not the instruction God gave you to prosper. Is it? Oh! Hot ice. That's why I remember my father used to send me to Jaffwein. Father's day to Makaino. Hot ice. Oh, Banua to king size. I'm a talking size. So king size is the smoke. Hot ice is the lotu normal. Amen. Have faith in God that God is able to keep us in hard times. He will take us through the, the consequences of COVID-19. We will come out on scratch. And because of the prophetic word that daddy brought to us, no loss. Nothing is lost. You will be fine. You will go forward. You will prosper. You will increase. It will be like there have never been COVID-19. If I just spoke to somebody, lift your right hand and shout hallelujah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is lost. You are fine. You will still buy your car. You will still buy your land. You will still build. You will still go back to school. You will still get your job. You will still marry. You will still have your children. I declare over your life, you will still prosper in the land of the living. Give God a clap offering someone. Amen. So it is not good for you to go and Charlotte and bring me a seat. It's an insult. Okay? So be careful of the seat you bring to pastor. Are you okay? You will not like it, but I'm telling you the truth. Men could Charlotte who did 100,000 we did 20,000 we come up pastor no 
you go and sleep with a big man, he gives you 50,000 Ghana cedis. And you say, oh, pastor, in the bull seat. The Lord spoke to me to sow 30,000. Maybe I don't know. And even if I know, and because there's a need in the house, I'll take it for the church building. But it won't come with a blessing. Do you understand? Yeah. Let's be careful. Then, young people, you are rushing to get money in illegal ways. It doesn't make sense in the kingdom. Build yourself. A time will come. Money will... Money. Don't be controlled by money. Yeah, I'm the type... If you think you have money used to control me, you, you will be very disappointed. Because anytime I can fire you, and you'll be shocked. Hey, now, Pastor, my pony see how he has fired me. I fired you. Because you can't use money to shut my mouth. If you're a human being and they can use money to shut, to control you, you don't believe in God. Are you here? So be careful, young people that have come. A man wants to marry you, you are sizing him. The color, the way, the way, the perfume cry. You don't know whether it is Tokyo 101 or. Laventa 102. You don't even know. <laughs> so, we say, ah, it's the perfume. And what about clothes? Now, maintain. Oh, Mr. Laventa 101. <laughs> Be careful. Because all that glitters is not gold. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. I always said that many women wouldn't have accepted my proposal then. Yeah. Because there was nothing attractive about me. Nothing. Nothing, no. Not. I look some way. We'll be all fasted two years. We didn't know the way. For two years. And I may call my school. My friend said, Have I told you that God has called me? When will he say I love you? Every day my lips were white because I was fasting. And the fasting was not willingly. You have to fast because you don't have money to eat. Our neck was small, our head. Though our head was small, because of the fasting, it looked big. You let me let me finish now. You people are deceiving me after that. You say we didn't close early. Acts chapter 16, verse 30 to 31. So these are the scriptures. Please note them down. You will need it. So we are reading each of them. It will take five minutes or seven. Then he brought them. So Paul and Silas have been delivered from prison and they've come out, and the people to have run out. And the man was begging him, Charlie. He said, No, don't worry, none of them will go. Then the, the prison guards began to ask them. So then he, he brought them out and asked, says, what must I do to be saved? So the answer to Christian, to being a Christian or born again, will come from all these scriptures I am saying. So a Christian is not a perfect person. No, those days when we started the church, Sometimes somebody, I'll hear that somebody has gone to sleep in somebody's house for four days. He has not come and I'll be worried. I'll pray. Uh, the person won't come. 
But now, you go and sleep. <laughs> if you are tired, you come home. And we just pray that you come home with you. You come perfect. When you come, you sit down quietly. Ask God for forgiveness and let's move on. But pray that one day, this wickedness that has come, if you are not even afraid of God, wickedness is in the air. Wickedness is in the air. Are you here? Sometimes I'll be driving, I'll see the ladies. I say, hey, these people are bold, unless they chop medicine. Because standing by the road for somebody to pick you to his house in this era. If you don't fear God, at least let <laughs> sometimes wickedness becomes a blessing. Thank God we are wearing masks. It has kept a lot of you away from a lot of things. COVID. anything <laughs> you are imagining keep me imagining that the COVID has helped you can't see the lady well so you are assuming only her eyes <laughs> they replied believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household so believing in the Lord Jesus Christ is what brings salvation Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9. Ephesians 2 8 to 9. Write it. God saved you by his grace when you, were, when you believed. So you are saved when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. Okay. Done. It's not because you are a nice gentle drama. There are other nice, gentle drama. Drama is that drum in nightclubs, naked nightclubs, but they are very gentle. And they can play better than you. You are saved not because you can play. You are saved because you believed in the name of the Lord. So none of us can boast about it. So we look at Romans chapter 6 verse 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. So you can't have the gift of God from any man except Christ Jesus. Period. Oh, pastor, so what will happen to the other people who are in other countries that Christianity is not there? Leave it for God. (laughs) Leave it for God. Those who were there before Christ can leave it for God. You, you have heard. Are you here? Are you here? So, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, every man has fallen short of God's glorious standard. It takes Christ to restore you to that level. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Satan, who is the God of this world? So I say, oh, now the world has fought. Yes, Satan. He knows his time is up, so he's striking. He's just striking. May he not strike you. I said, may he not strike you. His time is almost up. People have started having visions of more visions about Jesus coming. And true, he's coming. 
He's coming home. May he not come and catch you in your boyfriend's room. It is too late. Hey. Now, no way. What is that? We are gone. We are gone. We are gone. Has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ who is exact likeness of God. John chapter 3 verse 16 to 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. Mark chapter 1 verse verse 15. Write it down. You need them. Mark 1 15. The time promised by God has come at last. He announced the kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. John chapter 14 verse 16. And I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate. I, Jesus. I, Jesus. I will ask the Father. Nobody has the capacity or had the capacity to ask the Father. And he refers to God as Father, not just God. Not just all my Father. It takes Christ to give you a relationship with God. Yeah. So be sure that you are born again and you are in the right place. Amen. John 10, 10. John 10, John 10. John 10, 10. The thief's purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. John 13, 3. Jesus knew that the father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and will return to God. The only man that came from God and returned to God is Jesus. And we will also go back to God through him. The last verse which is very important to the salvation process is Romans 10.9. Romans 10.9 now look at this scripture. Give me the ESV of this version for this service. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This is the finality of how to become a saved person. This is it. You believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth. I want you to rise up on your feet. We are praying. Oh, you can clap. It's a teaching service. So lift your two hands and close your eyes and talk to the Holy Spirit in 60 seconds. That Lord, anoint me with wisdom. Anoint me with power. Anoint me with fresh oil. 
to be a great soul winner for you in the name of Jesus. Desire, desire, desire to win souls. Desire. Lord, give us the grace. Lord, give us the oil. Lord, give us the grace. Lord, give us the oil. Lord, give us the strength. Ikabala namaya katas, sholo namaya kabayas, iantale makalosa, malato kapala gadabas. Raise amongst us mighty men and mighty women who will win souls at their workplace, in our families. Now pray for people in your family that the light of the gospel will reach them. In the Lababa Bashai, in the Lemekazadaba, Maya Telemaya Katabas, in the Lemekabalabas, in the Lababa Lagada Labalaba, oh Rababa Bababa, in the Lababa Lababa Lababa, yeah, Karadano Sabala. We break the resistance in the air. We declare souls release in this community. We declare souls say, in the name of Jesus. Shaya la baba balaba, onda la bosa pas, malenka radeus. In Jesus' name. Ajinkwa wo, na wo yo hene. Ampa Atir Pavo Navo We must go out and win souls. We must look out for the lost. For we know where we used to be. And we know what Jesus did for us. Let us not neglect the loss. Let them go to hell. No. Let's go out there. Let's make an effort. Let's spend time and money and resources. Yeah. You may have to spare some money and help somebody come to church consistently. You can help somebody to be saved. Why are we silent? Why are we quiet? Why are we selfish? Why are we thinking about ourselves alone? Why? Why don't you want to make an effort to reach out? You have been saved. You have the message to give to another person. The person may be struggling. You too, you are struggling, but you are saved. And the word is working on you daily. That you will grow into the full stature of that image. Give somebody that opportunity to also give his life to Christ. It may come at a cost, but a soul is a soul and must be won at all cost. All cost. All cost. It's not enough to stand by the road with a placard. No. Go and win. Go and hunt. 
work on somebody till the person comes to know the Lord. Sometimes you may have to be buying dress for the person. Sometimes you may use your money to pay the fees of the person. Yeah. I've not said this to many people. One day I was at Calvary Temple. We went for an all night. I was going home and I, I used to stay on that prostitution road. I picked one girl. So we sat in the taxi, got in front of the house and asked him, how much is he going to charge tonight? Don't go and try it if you are not strong, please. Because they are very seductive, very strong. So, 100 CDs for something and 200 for something. I said, okay. It's expensive. So, yeah. Because of the service, I will render. I said, okay. I'm not going to take you for anything. I picked you to speak to you. Yeah. Why are you on the road? Her face changed. I haven't forgotten her name. I don't remember. I didn't take her contact. Nothing. I asked her. I said, oh, there's nothing at home. She feeds the family. Nothing. So that is why she's there. I said, do you want to do something for yourself? She said, I want to learn how to sew. I said, are you sure? How much will it cost? She said, the last time she checked, it was 700 and something. And I said, I'll give you a check of thousands. And I said, no, 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 I won't give you a check. I'll give you cash. Because with the check, my details will be there. So I told her to wait with the taxi driver. And I went in and took my sister's money. She didn't know. I replaced it though. So I didn't steal. I took. And I gave it to her. That is it. I personally didn't. And I know that she's not there. I don't know who you have helped, not only with money, in the kingdom. Yeah. Sometimes it will be house helps. My sister used to, I used to stay with my sister. Used to have some house help. The first one was very good and she left and they brought another one. This one, when I saw her, I said, this one, Delilah, straight. Beautiful, fair, slim, seductive and ask my sister now all these women in town this is the one you I am your brother stay with you what is this so this is what happened I've always been the whole studying and she will wait till I'm studying that she will come and pass to go and bath in nightgown So one day I was provoked. Then when she was going, I called her. And I said, you should look at me. Oh, then I entered into my things. Hi! She came under the power manifested. And I said, do you know that the python was using you? He said, she has a confession. She came to this house because of me. Then next week, Monday, she had taken a drug for abortion and she was bleeding in the room. So guess what? If I had slept with her, she would say, it is me. I picked her in a taxi, took her to Tema General. 
be helped there out to correct everything. And she said she cannot come to ICGC because until brothel papa. And I'm saying they're copenticles. And I know because I met her sometime. And she remembered me. The gate man too the same. I still see him. Sometimes when I close from church in front of the sister shop, I see her. I, I, I see them. Oh, brother, brother, he's holding his Bible from church. Who have you imparted? You are a Christian. Only you know that you are a Christian. Please. It's a call to make an impact. It's a call to make an impact. Not only in church. Not only you should have good name, not just that you are rich, but you let people, you have helped people to know the Lord. A little effort will help you. A little effort from you. You are not perfect. I know. I'm not talking to perfect. I know. I know. If I check the statistics, like 97% of us here, our record is not good, even in church. But you know, that is not what I'm looking at. Saved crediting the account of heaven with souls. We have some cards here. Some of you picked some last week. You just pick one one. It's not enough. I asked them to print 100 more. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.